you already know what to do. Find your favorite headphones, play me on your best speaker, turn me up because we're diving right in. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Minority Report. It's been a minute. Well, two weeks, actually. Um, but I'm back in here. Um, and today we're just going to dive into some, as usual, some entertainment news, um, some songs for you guys to listen to this week, and some albums to put on your radar. So let's just dive right into it. So I have five songs for you today. Um, the first one is called Faking Love by Anita and Saweetie. Really good song. Actually, I think this is my number one. Second one we have is Easy On Me by Adele. Obviously, if you guys haven't listened to this song yet, you're you're living underneath a rock. But, you know, we'll get into Adele a little bit here. Um, the next song I have is Living It Up um, by Young Thug and Post Malone. Young Thug just released his album this past Friday. So if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely check it out. Uh, the next song I have here is uh, I Feel Good by Pink Sweat. Or sweats. There's a dollar. There's a dollar sign at the end of it. So I guess like pink sweat dollar sign. And then the last song we have is Sunday by Kyle. And if you're not familiar with Kyle, he's the guy who did, or everyone knows him from I Spy with with Lil Yachty. Um, you know, he makes his appearance every now and then when it comes to uh, new songs and everything. But those are the five songs for you guys to listen to. As usual, I will be putting that on my socials as well on both Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, it's at T Minor Report. And then on Instagram, it's at T Minority underscore report. So make sure you hit those socials. Make sure you follow them. And that's where you get all the, if you're not following the podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you're using, you know, that's where you can get the most updated information when I drop new episodes and new music and just see what, what's coming up and coming soon. And now in terms of upcoming and past albums, last week, the last Friday, Don Tolliver released his album. I did have a chance to listen to it, and I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Nothing amazing, didn't blow me away, but I thought it was a pretty it was a well done album. Um but upcoming, looking in the future, um November's pretty packed actually. On the fifth we have uh Summer Walker with um with her new album. We have this one I'm really excited for is is Silk Sonic. That's coming out on the twelfth of November and I probably will be doing an album review on that because I mean it's it's Bruno Mars. You gotta do an album review on that guy. And then Adele, she did release or she did announce um her upcoming album and that'll be on the nineteenth of November. So I mean, you know, every week we have a, a pretty big it's a, it's a big slate, I will say for November. A lot of albums are coming out. So I don't know, like I said earlier, I mean I don't know if I'll be doing an album review of Adele. Um, but I mean, if that's something you guys want, you know, actually I'll drop that in. The, if you are on Spotify, there'll be like a and a section or a poll, I guess, below where you can vote on it. And if you want me to do an Adele album or an Adele album review, I'd be more than happy to. Otherwise, I'll probably just do Silk Sonic just because I do want to keep it to about two episodes a month. Um, and obviously I want at least one of those one of those episodes to be an episode like this. where We're just going over the latest entertainment news. But, you know. Because I love you guys, I'll squeeze in another album review for you, if that's what you guys want. Otherwise, let's dive right into some entertainment or 
celebrity news. Um, so I'll be covering things that happened last week as well, just because there wasn't an episode last week, and I kind of want guys to keep you in the know, or things may have happened you just happened, just missed. So the first thing I have here is we talked about a couple episodes ago um, on our last entertainment news updates or whatever you want to call it. Um, but Akon is doubling down on his comments that he made. Um, you know, he talked about how rich people have it much harder than those living in poverty. Uh, poverty. And what he said, just summarizing it, is that he said that he was actually happier when he was poor. And like, I don't know how you want to take that. Um, but I, <laughs> I mean, he's, like I said, he's doubling down on his comments. I mean, I admit it before. I was like, I mean, dude, you probably shouldn't just say anything. You should probably just keep it to yourself. But I mean, he's, I mean, he's going in. He's not taking back what he said. And this quote he directly said was, it's not really more so a walk back, but what I do want to express is that sometimes when comments like that are made, I always speak according to what I'm personally going through myself. Nobody can sit there and tell me I didn't go through poverty. He then continues and says, I'm having more problems successfully dealing with all that comes with success than I had when I was poor. I was actually happier when I was poor. I mean, for being real, I don't think anyone's telling him that he didn't go through poverty. I mean, I just feel like, I mean, personally, once I made the comments I made in the past, I don't think I would double down. And but I feel like he feels the need to explain himself. But at the same time, like, dude, like you don't need to explain yourself to anyone, if that makes sense. But I mean, to each their own. I'm not saying what you're I'm not saying the quotes or what you're saying is is wrong. But I mean, if I was a millionaire, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying money can buy happiness, but it sure as hell can fix a lot of things in my life. I'm just saying. But we hear you, Akon, and I mean, who knows? Maybe in the next couple of weeks, you'll have another another comment <laughs> to like double, double again, like triple down, I guess. But who knows? Um, next thing we have here is Justin Bieber is entering the cannabis space with the launch of Peaches, which are his pre-rolled joints. Um, it makes sense. I mean, when you're rich, you could just do whatever you want to. And I mean, I feel like people who are fans of Justin Bieber, I don't see why they wouldn't buy, you know, pre-rolled joints. As a celebrity, I mean, it makes sense to just dive into other avenues of business to make more money with your name recognition also. It can go a long way. So am I surprised this is happening? No. I mean, I remember when the song Peaches first came out, people were talking about like, oh my God, like, you get your weed from, from, from Georgia. Oh, what the, like, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, it just makes sense. And then I feel like with the name of Justin Bieber, anything is possible. So, Hey man, go for it. The next piece of news we have here is Emily Ratajkowski. I have no idea. I just butchered this girl's last name, but, um, she's releasing her foot, her first book. It's a work of nonfiction titled my body. Um, if you're not familiar with Emily Ratajkowski, I'm going to get this name right, I promise. But if you're not familiar with her, uh, she was the girl who was in a music video of Blurred Lines with Robin Thicke, Pharrell Williams, and T.I. And in this book, she reflects on the complicated, toxic legacy of the music video which launched her career, Blurred Lines. And I don't know if you know, you know, the whole story behind that song we went through, like, you went through, um, 
through lawsuits and you know obviously like allegations it's it's very if you know the whole story of robin thick in this music video of blurred lines you know she said that she initially didn't want to do the video but she was apparently like she apparently did it just because the fact that it had female director and agreed to go to the casting um but no it, it, it she she quotes here she says the line which seems to have caused the most commotion is when Rajkowski writes in the description of shooting the video that Thick touched her breast without her consent. And Thick apparently has yet to comment on this accusation. Um, and then, you know, shortly after this song was released, you know, just a barrage of criticism uh, followed it. Uh, the quote here says that, but the majority of that criticism wasn't leveled at Thick and Williams, who were both in their 30s and making money from the song. And at this time, she, I mean, once she, she was, I think she was 21 years old when this video came out um but she found it says again this quote here says she found herself constantly having to defend her decision to take part and explain that she saw it as a feminist choice um and then the quote goes on and while so-called choice feminism is now regarded dimly by those with a degree in gender studies at the time her point was well made um and and i agree i mean as a woman i mean i'm not saying i'm a woman but i'm saying in the shoes of a woman is your body. And I feel like, especially nowadays, like you are allowed to do whatever you want to do. Actually, I want to backtrack here. And I want to say that you've always, they've always been allowed to do what they want to do. Music and like art is just a creative decision. And the way that I look at it, you, you see it a lot through music now is it's empowerment. Like women are taking hold of this. Like we've talked about before and, in past episodes, but there are rappers out here who sit here and talk about, you know, having sex with women, doing things with women, women talking about women's body parts. And the same thing has happened a lot now or frequently, for instance, with Cardi B with the release of WAP. I mean, she's talking, I mean, she's talking about the thing is, <clears throat> like, I'm just so jumbled right now. What I'm trying to say is just that for so long, men have talked very poorly or have talked very negatively when it comes to women and now that women are doing it themselves they feel the need or people are coming at them saying like you shouldn't speak about that stuff but when these male rappers do it no one bats an eye and i do look at it as women empowerment like yes like this is your body you should be able to make the songs that you want to do you should be able to dance in videos that you want you should be able to do what you want to do in your music videos in your in your movies whatever is considered as i mentioned before as art and no one should tell you differently either if people are watching it or listening to it, and all they can say is like, oh, you shouldn't be talking like that, then don't listen to it. Then don't watch it. All right, obviously, like, you are not mature enough to understand that this is something that they feel the need to do so they can bring not so much, like, awareness to it, but being like, hey, like, it's okay to talk about this. Like, I can talk about my body. If they can do it, men... Why can't I? I don't know. I'm all for it. I mean, I'm glad that she's coming out and having this book all about exposing, you know, the culture that was set back then. And I think it's really important to see how far we have come. Or more importantly, how far women have come. So good on her. Expose those men, Emily. Do it. Speaking of powerful women, these next few topics are actually things I'm really excited to talk about. So the first one I have here is that Dua Lipa is the first female with five songs 
over a billion streams each. To me, that is huge. I mean, if you have not, and I feel like it's mainly because if you have not listened to Future Nostalgia yet, which apparently Future Nostalgia, I checked the other day, it's like one of the top female albums um, this, pa this past year and released in 2020. And as we know, she's also going on tour. And I respect artists who can take a piece of work or a body of work and extend that over the course. I mean, she's approaching now like two years. And to me, that is very impressive. And I think this is something that's very well, um, well done. Um, and she deserves it. And I mean, I love Dua Lipa and the fact that five songs are over a billion streams each, like that's huge. I'm proud of her. Stream Future Nostalgia. Do it. And if you have it, because if you haven't yet, you've missed out on a banger of an album. I honestly don't know how she's going to, going to even top it because compared to her very first, her self-titled album, which was very, very, um, it wasn't good, <laughs> but I'm, I, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm excited to see what she has cooking up next, but I already know it's going to be a hit regardless. The next thing I have here is Doja Cat. Um, Doja Cat surpasses Drake with the most monthly Spotify listeners. Um, so as you know, Drake's very, I mean, especially with uh, CLB and every single album and song and feature, blah, blah, blah. He puts out, obviously, like he's going to usually be on top. But this month, Doja Cat said, not today. Doja Cat comes out on top with 63.6 listeners um, for this month. And, you know, I have my things with Doja Cat. Don't get me wrong. Like I, like I said, I said her first album wasn't amazing. Her second album was was better, but still wasn't to me amazing. But I'm not going to deny the pop star that we're seeing being formed right in front of us. I mentioned it in a pod in um, last season's podcast when Diego and I talked about um, you know artists who we can see taking the reins for the, like this for this generation. And I said that I said Doja Cat to me. I don't think she'll get to, you know, the Beyonce or the Beyonce, the Rihanna or Beyonce uh, level. She'd be more of like, you know, on the same or in the same conversation of artists like Dua Lipa and pre-sweetener Ariana Grande. That's where I envisioned. That's where I saw her being at. But now, I mean, the girl's got a Pepsi commercial. So, I mean, if that says anything, I mean, she's going places and. You know, I can't doubt that. I mean, even though I'm not a huge fan of, of the last album, I have to say, like, I will go to one of her concerts. I, I've seen some videos of her performing. And I mean, the thing that I look for when, about artists is like if they can perform. To me, it's not enough if you just sing because, like, I know you can sing. I didn't pay money to go to your concert to hear you sing. I would just, you know, watch a YouTube video or listen to your song on my on my phone. No, I'm going to see you perform. And so far, everything that I've seen with Doja Cat, I mean, she's a great performer. And this is this is well-deserved. Um, where I would put her now, I mean, I, st I need to see one more. I need to listen to one more album. All right, you, you put out another album, and it does, you know, the same, if not better, numbers than the one she's put out, Planet Her. Then, I mean, I, I mean... I, I can I can put her up there. I can put her up there with with Ariana Grande because to me, even though I always give Ariana Grande <clears throat> a hard time, I will say that Ariana Grande is to me in this generation's 
top five, without a doubt. There's no, there's no argument if you ask me. She is, she is top five. Her last album wasn't great, but she is still top five. I think for me, like I can't really say the best artist ever or of our generation. I feel, I think more so we should look at it as a a yearly thing, because if it's something that I need to think like for my whole 23 years of life, like I need to sit down and see, you know, their prime, every single artist's prime, their peak album, their sales. Like I gotta look at all that. Um, so when I do that, I look at like a yearly basis. And I think for the past two years, at least maybe even three, Ariana Grande has been top five, but this isn't about Ariana Grande. This is about Doja Cat. And I can say, in this past year, Doja Cat is a top five pop artist or or rap. Is she, is she hip hop? I don't know. The art, the people. What, what would you consider Doja Cat? You think she's more a pop or hip hop? I don't know. I I think she's I think she's a little more. I think it's like the same thing with Lil Nas X. Like yeah, like it's rap, but I think I would put him in that category of pop. I mean, but. At the end of the day, you know, when it comes to the Grammys and the entertainment industry, just because they're black, you know, they're going to be in either hip hop. They're going to be in either hip hop or or R&B. So <laughs> I guess by their standards, it's rap. But by my standards, it's pop music. Argue with your mama. The last thing I have for us today is um, regarding Chloe Bailey. And if you don't know who Chloe Bailey is, also just known as Chloe, Again, you've been living underneath a rock. This, this woman, she's amazing. Let me tell you something. Women are running this industry right now. I mean, you have people, you have Chloe Bailey, you have Dua Lipa, you have Doja Cat, you have Olivia Rodrigo, you're about to have Summer Walker, Adele came back. You, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, you have Cardi B, Meg The Stallion. Man, don't, don't y'all leave out SZA. Don't you don't you leave out her, you know, don't you leave out. Oh, man, what's her name? LMA. Like, I'm telling you guys, like, what a time to be alive. Like, we're sitting here. I mean, it's it's unmatched. But anyways, as I as I was trying to say originally, um, Chloe Bailey, she has been there is something. It was an article that came out by uh, Complex Music and people people's reaction. You know, they're comparing her to. Beyonce and her quote was like that's the biggest compliment anyone could possibly give me and as you know like I'm a huge fan of Chloe and Halle like I love their last album Ungodly Hour and I watched a video the other day I recommend you all watch it as well uh Chloe Bailey went on Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy yeah Jimmy Fallon and she did this kind of like opera version with it had the had had uh, string instruments and she was making her own beats on stage to her song have mercy and again like this falls in the line of great performers and chloe bailey is falling i mean she is in that category of great performers and i guess when you have someone like beyonce coaching you i mean you're you're, you're gonna go far and it's practically inve- inevitable and I don't know. I'm really, I'm really excited to see. I know people were in the past were saying, like, "Oh man, Chloe, don't leave." I don't think Chloe and Hallie are going to be split up. I mean, however, you know, Hallie's doing her own thing with the Little Mermaid, and that girl, that girl can sing too. Like, she's good. Like, that's like an unstoppable duo, and I would love to see both of them, or even just one of them, in concert. But 
Chloe Bailey, you know, I think that, I mean, I want to, I want to be ahead of the curve here. And I want to say that Chloe Bailey is going to be, she's going to be up there with like, with the Ariane Grandes, with, with the potential, the, I mean, at this point now with the Doja Cats and don't sleep on her guys. Don't you do it because there is, again, there is a star in the making here and she's going to go real far. And don't you want to be there in the beginning? Don't be a late bloomer. Don't be coming in late saying like I've been known when you haven't known. No, be there. You know, be be proactive. Give her a listen. Listen to stream. Have mercy. Go the extra miles. Uh, stream ungodly hour. Watch watch the live performances of her and be like, wow, I remember. You want you want to be like, wow, I was there when. Go ahead, watch Gronish. She's on. No, yeah, yeah, she's on Gronish. Her and her sister. Go watch that. Be like, wow, I was there since the beginning. Because I'm going to say that. And I'm going to be like, I called it. Check it out. Season 2. Episode, what is this? Episode 6. Josh Brown, me. I called it. Star in the making. She's going to have her own Pepsi commercial. I'll even go as far. She'll have her own Coke commercial. I don't even care. I'll call it right now. I'll put all the money down. All of it. Man. Like... <laughs> Like this is I I don't even know like I just I feel like I'm just spilling up time to talk I don't know what a time to be alive man we are blessed like l we're literally blessed with all the great music with all the talent we have been receiving and I'm I'm here for it I'm here for it 2021 is coming to an end we're about to end with a banger of an album like Adele it's gonna be a banger um you know like i said rihanna's releasing an album apparently that's gonna be not by the end of this year but when that comes out that's gonna be a banger like i'm just i'm excited for the end of this year but i'm even more excited for the potential of talent we're going to get next year i'm so ready for it but that's all from me today guys and again thank you for listening i really do appreciate the support and you guys tuning in and listening to you know every episode or every other episode um you guys are really, I don't know, I love doing this. And even though I may not have a lot of listeners now, I'm optimistic of the future. Dang, why did this get so deep for? Anyways, make sure you follow me on my socials on Instagram. It's at T minority underscore report on Twitter. It's at T minor report. Make sure you hit the follow buttons. And like I said, subscribe to the podcast so you get all the latest updates for when new episodes come out in terms of next episodes i mean i think i'll be taking a three-week hiatus here guys but just know that when i come back we're doing that album review of silk sonic so get ready it's going to be awesome and i'm expecting big things from that guy his last album was 24 karen magic that's a, I, if you ask me it's going to be really hard to follow up but you're going to get my takes and my thoughts of it when that time comes. Have a great week, everyone. See you next time.